On this episode, you will hear from Lindsay's dad, Jesse, about all the nurses that helped him out and the influence that they've had on his life from that point forward. Atlas All Access starts down. here with Atlas Med Staff Recruiter. Um, you may remember my Nurses Week video where I talked about my dad and his surgery and how it impacted me and our family. Without a nurse who, after swabbing his throat, didn't go in and just say, hey, let me listen to your heart, let me do your vitals, let me do the stuff I'm supposed to do, I wouldn't have a dad right now. And how grateful we were that I have a dad that I get to actually share a video with now. You guys get to meet him and my mom and hear their story from their perspective. Um, because not only am I grateful to be working with nurses like you guys and be a part of this, but I'm grateful that they are here um, and they can share as well how grateful they are. Hi, I'm Wanda Martin. I'm Lindsay's mom. Hello, I'm Lindsay's father, Jesse. I was at home one day and had a sore throat, went to urgent care because my doctor's office was close. I met the nurse who asked for the information. I told her I thought I had strep throat and I was going to give it to our son. And so she said, step on in, let me swab your throat, the doctor will be here in a minute. And she swabbed the throat, the doctor came in and talked to me for a little bit. And then he disappeared and the next person I saw was the nurse who explained to me that um, while they were waiting to grow the culture, it was that long ago, that she was gonna take my vitals. And she did the normal nurse stuff, wrote down the vitals, listened to my chest, and had a disturbing look on her face. And I looked at her and I'm, I'm the type of person who kind of gives people a hard time. I said, you better be messing with me. And she became rather direct, finger in my, hey, quiet. And she walked out and she was gone three or four minutes, maybe five. The next thing I know, she walks in and she goes, the doctor's extremely busy. He's asked me to give you the information. And I said, okay, what? She said, you don't have strep. We have a tremendous heart murmur. My opinion, I looked at her and I went, tremendous, that means good? And she went, no, you need to have it looked at by a cardiologist now. And I said, okay, I'll check into that. I started to get up and up came in the finger again. She goes, wait. And she starts to hand me a, a business card. And I look at a cardiologist and I went, you drumming up business with this guy? And she said, no, you need to have it looked at. If you'll turn over the card, you have an appointment this afternoon. Those of you <laughs> watching the video don't know me. I went home and Wanda looked at me and she said, How'd it go? And I said, Doc says I don't have strep. Sat down, started watching TV. The time for the appointment came and went, and it got to about four o'clock and the do office, doctor's office was gonna close and the phone rang in the kitchen. I answered the phone and they said, Jesse Martin's missed his appointment with our cardiologist. <clears throat> and I, I'm just kinda trying to gather my thoughts. A cardiologist, he doesn't have a cardiologist. Wait a minute, Jesse. Did you miss an appointment with a cardiologist? And 
you have a cardiologist? Why do you have a cardiologist? This was like news to me and I was kind of frightened and a little angry that he missed the appointment that was so important. Uh, and he goes, yeah, 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 I'm not gonna go. And I go, no, you are going, you are going. If you have an appointment with a cardiologist and tell me this story, you are going. From there, um, he didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, I was in college at the time, so I'm three hours away. And I got to hear the whole exchange via my mom and dad later when they told us dad was gonna have heart surgery. Um, but I do remember hearing about Conrad, my dad's best friend, who's now fire chief in mm -hmm. our hometown and was a fireman back then, getting involved. So his best friend called. His best friend was talk talking to me and he goes, hey, is Jesse there? And I said, Jesse has an appointment with the cardiologist and he's not going. And he said, well, he better go to the ER. Wanda was kind enough to point, kind enough, I use that word, to point out she was talking to a nurse from the, from the cardiologist's office and they had chosen to keep the office open even after they were supposed to be closed to wait for me because of what the nurse from the um, urgent care had explained. And I stood up at that time with, you've heard about Conrad, my best friend. He happened to be 6'8", about 310 pounds, played offensive line, and you just don't mess with him. And, and his, his literal statement to Wanda that she relayed to me was, either he gets his rear end to that cardiologist's office, or I'm gonna shut my fire station down, bring my fire truck down there with everybody. We're gonna throw him in the back of the truck and take him ourselves. And I realized I was just, now I'm getting double teamed. And so I said, fine. I said, you got the nurse on the phone? Because Wanda had the house phone and a cell phone. And she goes, yep, tell them I'm on, the, on my way. And I drove down there and um, it, was, it was a very unusual situation. I'm walking into a dark building. It was a medical office building and everybody was closed. And I went upstairs and the only light on, the only door open was to the cardiologist's office. And there were, I was greeted by three nurses who did all the medical checking and the cardiologist came in and he said, he asked the nurse if they were willing to stay and they ran a, a barrage of tests. I had to do a treadmill, I had to do an echo, all of, all of the things um, to decide the condition I was in. And ultimately I was told that the heart was so bad that I, this was the first of November, I needed surgery before Thanksgiving and they recommended several heart surgeons. I went home and, and was greeted in the, in the driveway by Wanda, and um, she had settled down. I was afraid to get out of the car the first time. <clears throat> she had settled down, and um, as I got out, our next door neighbor's daughter was a, an RN in charge of an emergency room, room from another hospital. And she looked at me and she asked me if I was okay and I told her exactly what had just happened. And she goes, my husband just went through that. I have a doctor's card from USC. You need to call this man. Had that nurse not mentioned that, I would not have gotten the ultimate care that I wound up getting. 
I went in and discussed everything with Wanda. Phone call was made to Lindsay at some time. When you're 19 years old, you just assume your parents are invincible. They're angry with you half the time. They love you the other half the time. Hopefully they're proud of you, at least the stuff they know, you know, as a 19-year-old kid in college. And you get, I mean, your parents check up on you all the time. They call it, I mean, cell phones had just come out. And, you know, they, are you going to class? Are you going to practice? What are your grades? That, you know, what's going on? When are you coming home? Um, so you get used to those phone calls. And I remember getting a call and, you know, you're like, hey, hi, mom, hi, dad, what's up? Going to class, I promise I'm studying, you know, I'm not just eating candy, <laughs> whatever. And they're like, we have to talk to you. And the sullenness over the phone, it hits you and you realize something's not right. And to hear dad try and be like, it's not a big deal, but um, I, I need to have heart surgery. And it's, it's that feeling of, you know, you're busy, the world's always going, everything's going, and you just stop and the world keeps going around you. It's, 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 my world didn't come crashing down, it just came to a stop because all of a sudden you realize the vulnerability of the people that are close to you at a young age. I didn't understand. I was like, what does that mean? What, 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 do, you, what do you mean dad needs heart surgery? Like dad goes out and plays basketball with me in the front porch. Like dad will, you know, come out and set volleyballs for me. He comes to all my practices. He comes to the games. He, you know, we go on, but like, we are an active family. What do you mean he, he doesn't, he's not sick. And dad tried to make it, oh, it's no big deal, no big deal. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember, Mom calling you back and being like, it is a big deal. It is. They are going to, she's, dad doesn't want it to be big, dad doesn't want to scare anybody, but they're going to open dad up and they're going to stop his heart. And I don't know if it was self-preservation or the protectiveness of a dad over his family to try and make it like, this isn't, this is just routine, we're just gonna go in, you know, kind of like a knee surgery or, you know what I mean, a doctor's visit, we're just gonna go in, fix some things, it's gonna be fine. And mom smiled through it, but you could tell my mom was terrified. Well, I remember Jesse going in for surgery, you know, they shaved him and everything, and I was there every moment. They would let me be there because you just don't know. They just told me that if he didn't have surgery right away, it would be irreversible. His heart would would uh, grow to a point where he'd have to have a heart transplant. And I'm going, uh, uh, this is a young man in my opinion, and, and I can't believe that we're going through this. And ultimately, it, it came down to, I met with three heart surgeons, and the heart surgeon at USC was, was the man for me. Everything else, I, I met the heart surgeon once, did the surgery on me the second time, and anybody and everybody I've met in the medical field during the time pre-surgery, during the surgery, and post-surgery have been nurses, and they literally changed my life and saved my life. The nurse in the driveway, 
the nurse at urgent care saying, you need to have this taken care of. The ultimate decision was told to me that uh, my heart had grown. I do not understand medical firm terms. My heart had grown to a point that if it grew 0.1 something more, centimeter more something, that it would be irre irre irreversible heart damage. And the only way they could possibly save my life was a heart transplant. I talked to nurse one, nurse two, nurse three in, in like a three-day period, and they saved my life. They saved my heart. The, the doctor she sent me to, I have, a, I have a scar right here. He split it open, went in this way. I was in the hospital, it's amazing. I was in the hospital four days. I went in Friday, I went home Tuesday. Open heart surgery. I mean, I looked at Wanda and I said, I have two birthdays. My original one in April and my second one in January because stopped my heart, started it again, I'm born again, right? And um, she never bought off on that. I don't get presents in January. <laughs> I do remember after the surgery, they finally let me in to see him. And a nurse was sitting there at the foot of his bed and she said she was assigned to stay right there at the foot of the bed and watch him and take care of him. And um, Jesse was basically out and breathing and I just wanted to hold his hand. He had tubes everywhere. It scared me when I walked in. There were so many tubes and everything to keep him alive and keep him going. And this nurse was just sitting there taking care of him. And um, he started to wake up and she, she gave him a few ice chips and, and he was in terrible pain and groaning. And it was really scary, really scary. But the nurse that was there, um, just calmed me. She calmed Jesse. She um, said that she would stay there. She would not leave him. And uh, they only let me stay a short period of time, maybe, maybe 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. And um, during that whole time, Jesse didn't really come out of it, but it was a scary time. But I knew he was in good hands. People were coming in and coming out and checking on him. And the nurse there was just checking his vitals and checking everything. And it made me feel confident that he was in good hands and whatever took place, it was gonna be dealt with. The nursing profession needs to be recognized for, for what they do. And, and I believe they do it second nature. And they don't realize as they go about their day doing the things that they find normal, the, the impact that they have, the positive impact that they have, will go just personal on me. I am here because I met four nurses that were compassionate about their profession. They're, they were compassionate about the people that they took care of, myself being one of them. I, I don't know their names. Uh, they are people in my memory that I can never forget and I can never thank enough for saving my life. I never realized personally going through it what it meant to the people around me, my family, until I saw the video of my daughter. Humbles me. And it's just an example of the world doesn't stop. And you don't realize that when something heavy happens. It's true. That just because you're in this crisis, in this gut-wrenching something happening, the world doesn't stop. But the nurses that brought us back to see him, the time that we sat in the waiting room, their world didn't stop because they were helping. And that, I mean, it was, it was eye-opening because they still care. Mm -hmm.